I'm Jessica Ladd, and you're listening to the Tuned In Mom Show, episode 123, Create versus Consume. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Tuned In Mom Show, where you feel empowered to do it your way, and you can increase your impact and influence and inspiration to other moms out there. I feel like it's kind of the inspired, not required mentality that I have around the show. So it's kind of just take it or leave it, you know, take some things that really resonate with you and then feel free to leave the other things. This is all about creating your own remix of what you love and how you want to feel and what you want to think because you are the expert of your own life. So the topics and things that I discuss here on the show, it's all up for debate. I mean, it's all based on your own opinion and what is right for you. So you get to decide that. Today, we're going to talk about the art of creating versus consuming. And it's actually just about five or six minutes of a little segment that I did back when this was the Inspired Weekly podcast. And the full length episode is episode 85, Protecting Your Peace, uh, Five Ways to Protect Your Peace. And so I thought of it like, wow, there is just this you know, a new year feeling and everybody's trying to do some resolutions and my word for the year is create. So I really thought this theme of create versus consume really went well with what I'm trying to do in my life. The whole month of January was basically a clean out and a declutter and an organizational month for me so that I have the space, the mental capacity to be able to sit down and create. Now, not everyone's definition of create and consume are the same. So again, take and leave some of the information that I'm talking about in this episode and use what works for you. So in the month of January, I designed a brand new desktop screen and completely cleaned out my desktop. Oh my gosh, it was a mess. I had folders upon folders of files. And I'm talking you guys like 15,000 images at least. Okay, maybe like 5,000. But (laughs) it was a lot of stuff to have to move into another drive on my computer. But I went through all of those things. And then I went into Canva and I designed a beautiful new minimal desk setup created some new icons. So it's not like the little ugly Windows icons for everything. And I do plan to do a tutorial on that. And maybe I'll put it up on Instagram stories or something. Just a quick little example video of how I went about that process. But anyway, in order to not be consumed by those things, I had to create systems and ways to become more efficient in in my work. So another part of my decluttering, cleaning up of things was my inbox and all of my YouTube subscriptions. You just don't realize how many people you've subscribed to and how many freebies and courses and all of the things that you've subscribed to until you get to your inbox. So, and then lastly, I guess probably my phone was the last to, you know, to be cleaned up. I would say, because honestly, I spend the least amount of time on my phone. I'm more so on my computer, my laptop or my my desktop. So I am more so on that part of technology as far as, you know, creating and designing and 
checking Facebook and doing Instagram stuff. And I still have yet to put Instagram, the app, on my phone. And I kind of just, right now, I'm opting out of that. I'm going to just try to stay off of that on my phone and only use it when I'm ready to, you know, upload images and upload social media posts and stuff like that. So without further ado, though, that's kind of like just my intro for the create versus consume, because sometimes you have to put practices and rhythms into place and you have to create those first so that you don't consume as much time, energy, and focus on the distractions at hand. So without further ado, I am going to play that little segment of Create versus Consume for you right now. Probably the majority of all Americans, if not more in other countries, before we even put our feet on the floor in the morning and get out of bed, we're already reaching for our phones and consuming information, scrolling Facebook and Instagram, before we even get out of bed, you guys, consuming has become like our default way of living. It's like we're just running on autopilot. We wake up, grab our phones, and we scroll on Instagram. Then we want to shop on Amazon to see what the latest deals are. Or we're changing the channel, watching TV, binge watching a show on Netflix. We are just so consumed with the art and action of consuming. And don't get me wrong, there's a time and a place for consumption in our lives. But it comes down to the fact that we're constantly consuming and are we even leaving enough room for creating? And I want to give you some examples of what creating can look like. It could be instead of watching shows with the family, play some board games. Instead of Scrolling on Instagram, pick up a book and read a book. Instead of takeout and consuming fast food, create your own food from a brand new recipe with your kids even. I think that would be so much fun and that kind of gives me an idea. I might make some cookies of our own instead of just buying store-bought snacks. You know, there's so many different ways that we can create versus consume and it just feels better. We're more present in the moment. We can have a lasting conversation, you know, remembering what we did in the kitchen with our children and what we created with them, creating memories even. We're going to remember those for a lifetime. We may not remember. Oh, yeah. Remember the time that we went to Wendy's or Burger King? And no, we're going to remember those quality moments and memories that were made in the kitchen, creating something special with our kids. So much like the food we put into our bodies, we need to be mindful of who and what is getting the most of our time, energy, and attention. We all have the power to choose who we allow to speak into our lives. What we consume with our eyes and ears is going to influence your life in so many ways, especially in motherhood. There's always some new gadget or tablet that our kids have to have. And all of these advertisers and marketers are speaking directly to us as mamas. And that is why in our house, we literally only watch YouTube. We don't have cable TV. So we're kind of in some ways avoiding all of those kid commercials. My son definitely still sees his fair share of 
all of the marketing tactics that kids will just be like, ooh, it makes it look so much fun and it'll make me so happy and I'll look like those kids on the commercial if I ask my parents to buy this. So as moms, we're kind of flooded with all of that information, not to mention advertisements for ourselves, like the latest, greatest beauty creams and clothing and the latest handbags, all the things that are portrayed as needs in our lives, especially from influencers on Instagram and YouTube, for example, we are just flooded with all of that information all at the same time all day long. And it's so hard to get those out of our heads because we think those are the things that are going to make us happy because it's a constant reel in our minds that that's what we should be doing and should be buying in order to have the happiness and the best life possible. But what I find is that when I'm being inundated with all these messages and being told, basically, with what I need to be happy and what will make my life better, is I'm actually missing out on what will actually make my life better. Looking within myself and creating something that I can be proud of, like creating the lasting memories, creating stuff in the kitchen, playing the board games, those are the things that are going to matter at the end of the day. So it's up to you on what you take in or bring into your home, your mind, and through your eyes. Pay attention to who you follow on social media, the shows you're watching on TV, and the people you surround yourself with every single day. Become a creator in your life versus a consumer. 